0: Welcome everybody to episode three of the number one Lansing soccer and coffee podcast. The coffee firm presents the coffee podcast. My name is Jeffrey. The other person you're going to be hearing needs no introduction, but I'll do it anyways. He's the starter of Saturday and Sunday morning coffee. What are you drinking? (laughs) He's the interview specialist the hater of pumpkin spice give it up for ken let's hear it for me
1: that's all pretty on spot but you are also the great intro that was bennett wasn't it
0: (laughs) that 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 was bennett yes he's the showrunner for today
1: well that's that's good bennett bennett can be the percussion so yeah man uh episode three of the coffee podcast troy um (laughs) Things are going well. We're getting great reviews. I've seen some um, press in the Lansing State Journal about the coffee podcast. So um, I think we're reaching at least a couple people. So, I mean, that's uh, that's more than I thought we were going to have.
0: And if anything, it's giving Jay something to do while he cleans up his yard.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. His last, uh, his last comment was probably uh, right on – on point as far as what he was doing compared to our our podcast skills <laughs> so uh yeah give it up for jay and the south bend uh, south Bend lions
0: <laughs> all right ken so let, let's let's uh go to your favorite topic what are you thinking what are you drinking
1: well i tell you what i knew we were going to meet today so i stopped and got at my local speedway i stopped and got an espresso mocha from Black Rifle Coffee Company. So okay. I, I got it right here. I'm going to open it. We'll see what it is. I don't know if you shake these things up if they're in a the can, but we just shook it up just in case. We'll give it a shot. Oh, Jesus.
0: Oh, yeah. That, that was a great yeah. sound.
1: <laughs> so here we go. We're going to give a shot of Espresso Mocha from Black Rifle Coffee Company. Actually, that's not bad at all.
0: Nice. What are the flavors on it?
1: Um... It just says, good source of protein, 100% Colombian coffee. Um, uh, let me see if it shows how much uh, caffeine's in it. It just says a lot for caffeine. <laughs> a lot. So, so um, but it does That's say, the back, it, it says on the back the military veterans of Black Rifle Coffee Company have developed this kick ass espresso mocha that is a blend of espresso, milk, Cocoa, protein, caffeine to help dominate your day. Serving suggested, best served chilled during a podcast. So how about what?
0: that? Nice. They, they they're calling us out.
1: I guess so. Actually, did actually. And no, all kidding aside, it is pretty good.
0: Well, can yeah, I, I? I teased this a couple of weeks ago. Um, I am actually drinking the Danhausen Coffeehausen from Rootless Coffee out of Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Um, this coffee is labeled as being very caffeinated, very evil.
1: <laughs>
0: now, a little backstory. Uh, Dan Housen, he's a professional wrestler out of the Detroit area, so he partnered with Rootless Coffee to make this blend. Um, I got to say, it is one of the best coffees I've ever had. It is very smooth. Um it's got, it's got hints of dark chocolate, almond, and cherry. Nice. Yeah. It, it, like, if I'm not drinking burnt, I, I'll probably be drinking this. In fact, I was so impressed with this blend that in a future podcast, I will be reviewing their hyperspace blend, which they just brought out today.
1: Jeff, it sounds like the perfect coffee to jump off a turnbuckle with.
0: <laughs> you yes yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> well cool man it's this, fun this next
0: this next coffee has been labeled dangerously caffeinated which yes i can't wait well
1: it's it's kind of cool we're trying different types of coffees and uh, um, it's kind of fun to see what you're getting so anyway this black rifle and your uh, uh, your coffee good stuff to start the podcast with that's right So let's get on with it. What do we got going on today, Jeff? So
0: let's do some soccer news. Uh, There there was some big Lansing Common Awards uh, being handed out today for our own King Tut. He won the Midwest Premier League's Golden Boot today.
1: Yeah, he won it for the Eastern Division. It said he had eight goals, but I think Steve said they might have missed a couple. But in either case, uh, Golden Boot for the East Division – pretty impressive the the guy on the west side that won I think he had I think he had 15 goals so I'm I'm just going to say our our side was probably much stronger defensively um Mm -hmm. but uh yeah eight goals is impressive so um if Tut comes back next year that would be nice to have him back if not that's going to be a big gap in our offense that we've got to try and fill eight goals um and I think Steve even showed some Key highlights on Twitter, you know the the game winner against uh, Michigan Stars in extra time, the game Back. winner against uh, Bih on the road that header uh, with with next to no time left, and then the uh, the hat trick against Inter Detroit. You know where he, remember Jeff when he bent that one in that free kick, bent it in. I mean, pr- pretty cool all around. And uh, um, Shetty's a good guy, uh, good goal scorer, obviously. And watching him down uh, the Twitter feeds from uh, Eastern Illinois, his college, he's lighting it up down there. So uh, good awards for that fellow. Uh, Hope we see him next year. If we don't, we hope he's on to bigger and better things. But uh, uh, Shetty, first cup of coffee's on us if you're back next year.
0: That's right. Going back to that goal versus the Stars, in stoppage time, like – Zero, zero we're like, okay, we're each going to get a point here. And then just from out of nowhere to to bury it, uh, that was one of the highlights of the season right there.
1: Well, I mean, remember it was off a of corner kick, right? And the mm-hmm. corner kick basically went nowhere. And I think it went right back out to Marco. And he floated in, in there. And it's like, ah, crap, nothing's going to come of that. <laughs> and I think it might have gone off of Dante and then fell right to the foot of Shetty. And he just banged it like, in the top netting, and I remember you and I. I mean, over on the over on the supporters were just just going berserk because it's like right at the death we win it one nothing, and the place is just going crazy. Um, that those those are the days of lower league soccer that were, are just exciting. You know, it's like okay, you think you've got a draw here, ah, crap, we got a draw, and then out of nowhere, you know, bang. There's the game winner, and the place is just going apeshit. So, I mean, yeah, that was uh, that <laughs> was a lot of fun. So, um, it was cool to be a part of that one.
0: Yeah, and um, and continuing with the soccer theme, um, you, you kind of briefly mentioned this, um, and I didn't really find much info about this. So maybe you can shed a little light on it about Midwest United possibly starting a men's team.
1: Yeah, I just happened to stumble across Michigan Soccer Central's. podcast and one of the teasers on it was big news out of Grand Rapids and then they tagged it like at 43 minutes and 30 seconds so I'm on my lunch hour so I just forwarded through to it and they're talking about the the women's team for Midwest United and how that's really taken off and then the fella asked him you know is there any talk about a men's league or men's team and I think he caught him off guard because the guy said well yeah we are talking about a men's team uh, but they didn't go into specifics as far as what league they're planning on playing in. whether it's, you know, NPSL, uh, Midwest uh, Premier League, um, USL Two, uh, uh, Northern Michigan football Premier League. He didn't mention <laughs> which league they were talking about, but he said probably announcement um, maybe in 10 days or two weeks, or maybe I didn't catch that, but announcement is coming. Um, so we'll see. It'd be interesting if it's, uh, if they go back to um NPSL who knows um yeah, but, yeah that's good news
0: yeah that that'll be the the fourth uh team in the metro grand rapids area because you got BIH you got West Michigan Bearings you got GRFC and now Midwest United possibly a team playing in the high USL downtown yeah uh, you know, you, you think you think back to those early days of Lansing United when they played GRFC at Hausman. Yeah. You know how many people packed those those stands. So, um, I don't know where Midwest is thinking about playing. Probably at the same stadium that uh, we saw Bih play at. But I'm thinking if any of those teams could get close to downtown and even, you know, start tapping some of that, the bar market down there. I think that's kind of what helped fill Hausman. You know. Yeah. That's just – that area right there is just, you know, ripe for another team.
1: It it just seems like Grand Rapids is too big of a market not to have a team in the level that that Michigan's playing in right now, whether it's USL2 or NPSL or, you know, something like that. I mean, I think that's too too large of a market not to have um, a team when, you know, they've got – you know, they've got baseball over there. They've got hockey. I mean, they've Mm -hmm. got – a lot of stuff going on.
0: They got or, the, the, the G League for basketball. Oh, right.
1: Yeah. So they've got almost everything over there. So is there room for a soccer team? I got to say there is because there's got to be a big enough soccer community over there. Because uh, remember back in the heyday of, of you know, GRFC, I mean, they were selling partnerships and, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So hopefully Midwest United can, uh, can put that together, build on the success of the women's team and and hopefully they'll uh, put it somewhere where they can draw but i think they've got their own facility so i can't imagine them wanting to pay rent at another place you know
0: yeah that's true plus, plus when we, when we went there for the for the common match it, it did kind of look like they were trying to do some construction there so maybe they're they are trying to expand the facility which would be probably beneficial for them
1: yeah that'd be cool that'd be great that would be a great addition to the west side for soccer for sure
0: All right, so do you want to go into some uh, games of the week?
1: Well, we probably should talk about the other thing that's taken over the internet by fire, don't you think? Oh, yeah. uh, I'm
0: sorry. Let's go into that.
1: we, We should talk about, I mean, this is just getting so much play on Twitter, the Northern Michigan Football Premier League. The so, biggest
0: thing in soccer right now.
1: The biggest thing in soccer right now. It's the biggest expanding uh, league that I know of. I mean, we've got teams. There's 11 teams that are signed up right now. going all the way
0: fan f- ownership.
1: <laughs> yeah, fan ownership. Exactly right. I mean, we've got Mackinac City. We've got Escanaba, Marquette. Heritage City. That's right. Uh, Petoskey. We've got Holton. Red Bull Traverse City, uh, Munising Rogues, Island 185. Um, We've got 11 teams and potential for two new franchises. I mean, A.J. Badge, he is the commissioner of the NMFPL, um, doing a great job organizing teams, getting them ready to play. And I think uh, this winter we're going to kick off, I think he says the first games are going to be in October, Uh, something to do during the offseason of the Midwest Premier League. Um, the way I understand the format is going to be, it's going to be just a straight table, uh, playing uh, as many games as however many teams there are. Uh, first team ends up in first place. They've won the league, but then teams two through five will play each other in the playoffs. So two will play five, three will play four. The winners of those two teams, of those games, will go ahead to uh, play, the, uh, play the league winner Uh, in a one-game playoff for the playoff championship. So what's nice about that, the winner of the league, they get a pint of Ozone's. The playoff winner gets a pint of Ozone's. So, (laughs) I mean, you really can't beat that. Uh, Something to do, beer potentially on the line, and we're taking advantage of everything in northern Michigan. So um, we even have people asking about asking about if we're a real league. So, yes, we are We are a real league. So, um, anyway, that now, was the big news for Northern Michigan Football Premier League.
0: Yeah, no, without seeing uh, rosters for these individual teams, I'm just going to guess that probably Petoskey is going to get relegated.
1: I think Petoskey is probably one of the weaker teams off the bat. I mean, they. I think they spent their entire budget on creating their badge and not much on um, – player acquisition. So I'm going to say uh, Petoskey going to struggle. Um, the other team that's going to struggle, I think, is town FC. <laughs> I just – I know the guy that runs that team. Um, just not that impressed. So <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I do look forward to the uh, – uh, what do we got there? We've got Island 185 uh, versus – um, Munising Rogues. I think that will be a good matchup, and mm-hmm. then Mackinac City Redcoats um, again against Ignis Town FC in the Bridge Over Twar- Troubled Water Derby. I think that will be. Uh, I think that will be a barn burner.
0: I mean, personally, I'm looking forward to Paradise City versus the Escanaba Red Buck. There's <laughs> yes. been there's been some trash talk going on there, so yeah. we'll bring it on.
1: Yeah, don't mess with eski is what is what I think I keep hearing for that one. But yeah, paradise city shipwrecks. I'm interested to see what their team walks out to that. That might be uh, that might be interesting, but yeah, Northern <laughs> Michigan football premier league is, is burning up Twitter. So I'm glad we're all a part of it. Uh, That's right. Stay tuned, for, stay tuned for more details on that.
0: All right. So now let's, now let's go to the games of the week.
1: Yeah. Okay. Games. Of the week. How many games, <laughs> how many games you got this week? I got
0: three games. I, I, I like keeping at three.
1: <laughs> I've got four games, so um, I'll I'll start it off. All right. This game, as a matter of fact, is going on right now. It is uh, out of the NISA. Okay. Maryland, good. <laughs> Maryland Bobcats versus uh, DCFC, and this is in Maryland. So um, you know the reason I, I picked this one, Detroit's in first place these guys are undefeated five wins a draw and zero losses connor Rutz gets the bike to win the game last week and he was the number one sports center top 10 he was the number one
0: such I mean, an amazing goal
1: i mean that was pretty nice i mean that bike he flipped it up to himself bikes it wins it and then he's on sports center top 10 um got impressive with that um detroit's got the Lansing connection. Pato and Cyrus Sadie. Um, and here's the other thing. On Detroit's roster, they have got a guy named after 70s supergroup Pablo Cruz. <laughs> so I've got to go with that one. Um, Maryland is two wins, two draws, two ties. They've got eight points and a minus one goal differential. Um, at halftime, Detroit was up one nothing on a goal by Pato, but it also sounds like he missed a penalty too. So I think that's his second miss this season. So Pato might be done with the penalties, but um, yeah, he's a, he got another one in the run of play. So they were up one nothing at halftime. So that's my first game of the week.
0: What do you got? I, I, when he said tonight, I was really hoping you weren't going to go Orlando versus Montreal because that's what I got on the TV right now. And Nani just got a red card.
1: <laughs> hey, Matt, you hear that? <laughs> so, so,
0: with, with that said, my my uh, first game of the week is Philadelphia versus versus Orlando, 4 p.m. on Sunday, and you can catch that on ESPN Plus. Uh, that is in Philadelphia. Um, interesting stat, uh, although Orlando is having a really good season so far; they have not won in the last six away.
1: <laughs> so. And is this, this in Philadelphia?
0: It is in Philadelphia. Nice. So, I mean, th- they got to break that. They got to get a win. They, they're they ahead of uh, Philadelphia in the standings by four points right now. So, they got to get that win.
1: Yeah. I You know, Orlando has to win because I'm so tired of seeing Matt's post. Why me? Or, <laughs> of course, when Orlando loses. <laughs> uh, and you know what a big Orlando fan I am, so I, I hate to see him down in the dump. So
0: Probably the biggest. That,
1: that sounds like a good game. All
0: right, what you got next?
1: All right, my next game, Friday, September 17th. This is out of USL 1. I've got Toronto 2 versus Forward Madison. So this is for my buddy Troy Maine, who's a uh, who is uh Uh, Flamingo for sure. Um, uh, Forward Madison right now are in the last playoff spot in USL one. Now Toronto, they're second from the bottom. So um, kind of a fun fact on this one is that forward Madison uh, has Ryan Sirikowski on their team, former MSU uh, star. Uh, I think he played at Portland for a little bit. Uh, I think he played at uh, Revs two, maybe even for a little bit but he's playing at Ford Madison now and he scored the other day. And you know, what's interesting about this one, uh, Toronto two versus forward Madison. You know, I'm going to call this one the horsepower Derby. And I think you'll know why Ford Madison has a guy on their, on their team called turbo Tobin, right? Turbo. We all heard about turbo. Mm-hmm. He talks in third person turbo is going to score a goal this week, but okay. They've got turbo Tobin Toronto two, has fuel injector Jones look it up. Fuel injector Jones is on the roster, so this one is the horsepower derby. Nice, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Ford Madison in this one. That's my second game. All
0: right, my second game, we're gonna go uh, English League Two. We're gonna go Oldham versus Hartlepool. <laughs> I held off the last pod, I gotta go back with them this pod. Yep, um, currently the pools are sitting fifth which is really good for them, having just been promoted this this season. Uh, Oldham is 24th. They've only won one game this year.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, last game, Pools played, not a good showing. Not at all. But they were they were missing a big piece in Gavin Houlihan. Um, he's the second in the team in scoring right now. Um, he just brings a big presence, so hopefully he's back this game. Um, if not, I'm looking for a big game out of Luke Molyneux. He's one of their other uh, big attackers, so go pools.
1: Nice, always going to league two. That's that's nice. So let me go to let me go to my third game here. Uh, going to the going to the Premier League Saturday the eighteenth. We have got this one has got to be the game of the week. Number sixteen Arsenal versus number eighteen Burnley. The matchup is at Turf Moor, so the Gunners are on the road. So the one good thing about Arsenal here is that they're undefeated in their last one game. They beat Norwich last week, one nothing, thank God. So we're on a winning streak, I guess you could say. Um, The other nice thing about this, Burnley has zero wins in four. Zero wins, one draw, and three losses. Now, if if we don't take three points here... (laughs) uh, We, we, these are the type of games, Jeff, that we have to win. These aren't the ones that, Oh, we had a bad on. We drew, Oh, we gave up a penalty late. No, these are the ones that we have to win and we have to make up goal differential because the man use and all the other guys are going to be making up goal differential on us. We've got to win the, (laughs) the, the, the lower league games um, to hopefully (laughs) claw and scratch our way back up and, and that might be, that's a question in mailbag too. So um, that's my third game of the week is uh, going to be Arsenal is going to beat Burnley. And I say, it's going to be, even though they're on the road, it's going to be a thrashing Arsenal to Burnley, nothing.
0: So do, do you need me to throw my support behind Arsenal this week as well? I, I mean, if you could, <laughs> I, I'll do that for you, Ken.
1: I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> All right. My final game is, Dortmund versus Union Berlin. That's 11.30 Sunday on ESPN+. Plus.
1: Oh, we're going to the Bundesliga.
0: Yeah. Um, interesting fact about Union Berlin. They haven't lost in the last 15 matches. Jeez. Yeah, so uh, real, real good streak for them. So um, they've only won one game this year, but they haven't lost in 15. So... <laughs>
1: So a lot of draws. One, in, one win and fifteen draws.
0: Well, this is this is, this is going back to the last last year. Oh gotcha. these okay. Heads, But
1: <laughs> okay.
0: But it's still pretty impressive. So I'm yeah. I'll tune in.
1: Yeah, they're on a roll, I would definitely say. So that's a good third game. And you know what? That might be the first Bundeliga uh game that we're watching. It is. Okay. My last one here is you know it's coming. It's a League One matchup. We've got number four, AFC Wimbledon, against number eight, Plymouth Argyle. So, you know, we were going to call this one. This is this, – realistically, this is a tight one. Uh, Wimbledon's three wins, three draws, and a loss. Plymouth, three wins, two draws, and a loss. So, we're on the road. We're playing at Wimbledon. The previous 19 matches, Wimbledon, seven wins. Plymouth seven wins and five ties, so something's got to give here. Uh, Wimbledon scores a lot of goals; they've given up, they've scored fifteen already, but they give a lot, they give up a lot, twelve. So they got a plus three differential. Argyle's got a plus five differential, but that includes a 3-0 win uh, last week over John Harkes' former club, Sheffield Wednesday. So um, these are the games both teams need. So I see this going to be. A really hard-fought game. I mean, Plymouth wins; they're going to overtake uh, Wimbledon. Uh, Wimbledon needs the win to stay up in the up in the top ranks. So, but here's a fun fact about this: one. not only because it was Plymouth, but Eric Walcott and Jeff Sykes are also they're they're part owners of AFC Wimbledon. So they bought um, they bought some shares of the of the league of that team. So I thought that was pretty cool. And they're playing against my Plymouth Argyle. So, um, come on, you greens. We're going to stuff you. <laughs> so, that's my four games this week, Jeff.
0: Those are solid four games.
1: Yes, I thought so, too. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, Jeff, how about we throw it to you for a sponsor read?
0: A sponsor read. Uh, hey, Ken, we still don't have a sponsor.
1: <laughs> no no sponsor yet. So, <laughs> this space available If anybody wants to sponsor, let us know. The coffee firm, Coffee Podcast, currently taking sponsors. So we'll check back later in the uh, podcast and see if we add any sponsors.
0: So Bennett is standing by with the phone right now. If you want to call in,
1: (laughs) standing by. The phone lines are open. So we'll we'll wait and see. So all
0: right, Ken, let's do some coffee news.
1: All right, let's have coffee news.
0: So the our our top ten, top seven list has been pretty popularly. Um, I think with the discussion after the after the pot is released. So I went with the top eight coffee cities in the world. Now, if you remember earlier, we went with the top ten coffee cities in the US. So I want to go globally this time. Oh nice. So at number eight, we're going Wellington, New Zealand, and their popular drink is the flat flat white
1: ah yes didn't leonard from uh yeah robin from oz have a flat white like two weeks ago yep yeah so well i believe it so and i think leonard might be popping on our uh uh, mailbag later too so okay number eight in new zealand i would give it a little bit higher just because of leonard but moving on
0: number seven vienna austria their drink of choice an espresso or cappuccino
1: I don't know. Um, isn't Arnold Schwarzenegger from Austria?
0: I believe so, yes.
1: I can't see him drinking a little cappuccino. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not going to go with that one.
0: Now, this one, a little infuriating, but I, I did a little bit more research on it. Number six, Seattle. Their <laughs> drink of choice, espresso or just a black coffee. Now, the article that I pulled this from, Says that although they are known for Starbucks, what put them so high is they have numerous small coffee shops in the city.
1: Okay. All right. So, support local. I was immediately going to say, don't drink corporate coffee. But if the small locals have brought Seattle up, I'll go with that. But I'll still go with, don't drink corporate coffee drink local coffee so good for seattle individual uh, coffee shops
0: number five singapore now their coffee of choice is either a latte or a mocha interesting fact about singapore they just jumped on the latte trend and currently they are obsessed with latte art
1: oh really so in the in the foam they're making all yeah. sorts of stuff besides shamrocks they're making other cool stuff yeah Okay, well, Singapore, all right, good for you guys.
0: Number four, Rome. They love the espresso.
1: <laughs> well, I guess oh. in Rome have an espresso. So, um, okay. Interesting about- fact
0: about interesting fact about Rome. Their local custom dictates that milky coffee can only be drank at breakfast.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's the local custom, huh?
0: So yep.
1: They, you, prob- probably would happen. Back in the Gladiator days, somebody had a milky coffee at night, and that was it. Into the Coliseum they went.
0: <laughs> at number three, and I, I hope uh, Sven Kelman is listening, Yes, is, is Reykjavik, Iceland.
1: I knew it. I knew it when I saw him post that. He must know something that we don't. And if you look at it, right, it's cold there. They probably need something warm to keep them up and uh, keep them warm. Reykjavik, Iceland. You know they had a uh, presidential summit there or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I I could see them drinking that.
0: And hats off to them. They are number two in the world in coffee cur- consumption per capita.
1: <laughs> number two, yes. Number two. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, aren't we the number two soccer podcast in Lansing? We are. Well, there you go. Two's not bad.
0: So, uh, keeping with the number two, number coming in at number two is Melbourne, oh. Australia.
1: Melbourne, okay. Obviously um, big city.
0: Their drink of choice, and I hope I say this right, is a piccolo latte. It's like a flat white, but with less milk, so the the caffeine is stronger.
1: Oh, okay. That that makes sense. If it's less milk, to to cut down or, you know, dilute the caffeine. That makes sense. I wonder how, wonder how Leonard feels about that. I wonder and how then
0: he... coming in at number one, London. Yes. <laughs> the, their drink of choice. Uh, this is a popular, I got to try this. It's, it's flat white or a cappuccino.
1: Really? That's, you know, the funny thing is everybody talks about tea in London and all that, but they're number one for drinking coffee there.
0: Yeah. I, I, that one that one surprised me. I was not expecting that.
1: Well that well that's interesting. That's uh that's kind of a cool list again, Jeff. And again, um Seattle uh, yes to the individual or independent coffee uh, coffee houses bringing them onto the list. So good for them.
0: And surprisingly like some of the big coffee producers didn't make the list. So like no Brazil cities, no Colombia, like, they're, they're producing it. They're just not drinking it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're tired of seeing coffee. They want to get the hell out of there. So, they're producing so much of it. So, a good list again, Jeff. Thank you. Well,
0: are you ready for some mailbag?
1: Let's, let's do some mailbag. So, um, I've, got, I've got them listed here. Um, CK, for question number one, asked what song would you select for Lance in Common? Now CK said the Kings by Run DMC. Mm-hmm. So I listened to that. I guess I could see that, but that's not my cup of tea. But I could see that. Jeff, what what would you see them walking out to?
0: I believe he also said that he wanted Degeneration X from the WWE. That's that Jeff. that that would be interesting. Um I, I was thinking about that, like, like that's an interesting one. Like, y- you want a walkout song, you want something just like, like pumping the team up, right?
1: Yeah. So I'm thinking,
0: yeah. I'm thinking soccer. We're supporters. We we want it loud, right? Yeah. So I went with 1981 off Kiss's "Creatures of the Night" album.
1: I love <laughs> it loud. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I you know I wasn't sure what to say. You know. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Chris Stapleton lately. So, um, uh, just a song I like from him, "Midnight Train to Memphis." It's kind okay. of a, kind of a country heavy jam to it. You know, it, the only bad thing is he says Memphis. If he said "Midnight Train to Lansing," that might be kind of cool, you know. But it's a heavy country song. You know, you, as soon as you hear it start, you're like, "Whoa, this is kind of heavy." So. I like that. But then I was kind of disappointed that CK didn't like Lansing. We're making it happen anymore.
0: Or bird is the word.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Bird is the word. Exactly. I mean, what happened to those two? So uh, funny thing is I talked to Steve about this, you know, Hey, what about, you know, songs to, to start uh, the, the guys walking out to or whatever. And here's a song, check this one out. Fly Robin fly by the silver convention. Okay. And all they do, Jeff, they sing "Fly Robin Fly" for five minutes in various ways. That's all they do. Nice. "Fly Robin Fly." So, it won't really pump you up, but they do say "Robin" about sixty times in five minutes. So that's kind of cool.
0: So, so one one uh, serious one for me that I that I didn't mention earlier is, as I was driving home today, I'm like, what would be a good walkout song? Something that really like, like. Moves to, a, like, a high point in the song. So if you if you think back to Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, how about Duel of the Fates?
1: You'll have to, to fill ben- me in on that one. I don't know that
0: Bennett's ben- ears just perked up. Well, just look it up. It, it's just a great song. I think, you know, will it pump something up? I don't know, but I like the song. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's exactly right. I don't know if it pumps the team up, but I thought it was a jam. So, yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, okay, hey, second, second question uh, was from Patrick. Patrick asked, uh, "Looking at the Premier League, what clubs have surprised you, and what teams have disappointed you so far? And it and it can't be a tune a team that you're rooting for. So, I don't know. I guess if I was going to be surprised, I guess I would be. I would say it would be the big splash that Man U was able to get Ronaldo to come back and play for. That's what team. I want with yeah, as well. Yeah, I was kind of surprised at that that they were able to pull that off." Uh, over Man City um, you know is it you know were they going to pay him more money to come to Man U or is he just like I'm not going to go play it you know Man City ever you know does he have that loyalty or whatever but I thought that was you know my biggest surprise so far and, and really that season's only four games old I mean how can you be disappointed if I can't say I'm disappointed in Arsenal already so, yeah, <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna have to go off script with this one, Patty. And I am gonna say I'm disappointed at Arsenal one win out of four, um, haven't looked good in the losses. Um, and we're on the bottom third of the table, you know, we're I think we're two places, three places above relegation, and you know, we're not gonna end up there, but it's just kind of embarrassing to be considered one of the power teams, you know, the power four you know, we're not even, you know, 12 from the power four. Right. So yeah, that would be my disappointment so far this season.
0: So my disappointment actually happened last weekend. And my disappointment is with the Peacock network because you couldn't get half the games to play. Oh yeah. You just got, you got, you got the cat crying on the screen or just the, the continuous loading screen. So Peacock disappointment.
1: Yeah, I saw we're having technical difficulties for, like, an entire game, and, and Twitter was just blowing up, like, Peacock out, this, and the other thing. So, yeah, I, I didn't look at it that way. But, yeah, that would be a, that would be a, a, a disappointment for sure. Um, hey, Leonard Gregory, that's the Robin from Oz, said, uh, I think you asked everybody what they were drinking. And he was drinking a uh, skim milk latte while he's watching some football but the thing that i liked about his post or his question it wasn't even really a question he was drinking out of a mug that said when the red red robin comes bob bob bomb it along so <laughs> um you know his handle is the robins from oz so i think jeff you and i talked about this i think that mug has to go into the coffee firm uh hall of fame for mugs Right along with your kiss mug, and yep. my I heart Lance and Common mug, um, I think his Bob 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 and Robin mug is in the Hall of Fame. We'll have to see if there's any others ever, but we've got three so far. That's what I thought.
0: Yeah, that was a, that's a that's a unanimous first ballot right there. First ballot Hall of Famer.
1: First ballot Hall of Fame to the mug Hall of Fame. So, um, <laughs> AJ top top row hooligan, AJ asked. Um, He asked some legitimate questions and then his third one, is kind of take a punch at me. Um, (laughs) Where, where do we see Arsenal finishing uh, this year? They're they're currently in 16th. um, Their next three league matches, number 18, Burnley, number seven Spurs and number six, Brighton. I'm saying in this stretch, they've got to get six points. Um, I even though Brighton is ahead of Spurs, I think Spurs are going to win the North Arden and Derby. I just think that's it. So we've got to get six points out of nine. And we have to do that consistently. You know, whether we're playing the big boys, you know, hopefully tie the big boys and, and beat the little fish if we can. Um, where do I see him finishing in the season? Tenth. You know, hopefully tenth. Maybe we make it to single digits to ninth, but Unfortunately, I don't see us being up there, you know, challenging for um, Champions League or even Europa. Europa's a dream, you know, so I don't see that happening. Um, his other question <laughs> is, is, if PSG doesn't win Champions League, is this season a bust for them? What do you think, Jeff?
0: Sure. <laughs>
1: here's, what, here's what I said. I, if, if they don't win Champions League, is this season a bust? I'm saying no. Look at all the Messi jerseys they're selling.
0: But but they got they got they got a dangerous front line.
1: Oh my god!
0: So yes. if they're not winning championships, like what are they doing? You know,
1: they've got Mbappe, they've got Messi, and they've got um, uh, Neymar. Neymar. So you've got those three across the top. You know, but is it like a Petoskey Stone FC deal? Do they spend all their money on the front guys and not you know fill in the back? But I just think look at LA galaxy, right? When they, when they, when they got back I'm look how many jerseys they sold. So I think it's more of that, that sort of thing right there. They're going to sell a bunch of jerseys. And then his last question, I think he took a shot at, he took a shot at you. He took a shot at me. He took a shot at the coffee firm. He goes, you know, what made you guys want to drink some sort of burnt water? Um, and I'm assuming he's talking about coffee and I'm thinking, you know, he probably just hasn't had a cup of early bird. It's mm-hmm. a specialty coffee in partnership with Strange Matter Coffee and Lansing Common. It's so doing good things. Like it... it is doing good things, which here's a good segue, Jeff. Uh, if you buy a bag of bird in this month of September or October, that means the team is going to make a, do- a donation to the Refugee Development Center in Lansing. So check it out. Buy some bird. This is going to help the Afghan refugees that are, um, you know, getting established here in Lansing or getting their feet underneath them. So um, check that out. It's for a good cause. Um, And I think it's uh, something we all ought to do if you can uh, find it in yourself to buy a bag of bird, buy a bag of bird and help uh, help out uh, uh, the refugees that are relocating here.
0: I opened up my front door the other day and my wife had bought me two bags of bird, so.
1: Did she really? She did. I was nice of her and thank thank her for everybody. That's the way to do it. Um, Yep. uh, AJ had another question. So uh, AJ is getting to be like the Ken Sealman of the um, Robin (laughs) Needed a Podcast deal asking all these questions. He said or he asked, who's my favorite what is my favorite hip-hop song? Well, I thought he said, who's my favorite hip hop artist. So he knows, I don't know anything about hip hop music, but if I was going to say, well, who's my favorite artist? What I do like is that some of these guys are branching out, out of the music genre, but they're still staying in entertainment. So if you look at like LL Cool J and you look at Snoop and you look at ice cube, they're all doing some, doing some acting. Now you see, um, you know snoop's doing the doing the beer commercials now which i think are pretty funny um so i think that's kind of i think that's kind of cool that they're branching out outside of uh outside of music and uh doing uh doing acting or, or whatever else so yeah aj i don't know that much about hip hop music so um i'm 67 years old so <laughs> cut me a break but if he's gonna ask me who my favorite hip hop artist is he said west coast or east coast I'm going to go East Coast if I had to pick one, but I'm going to go real East Coast, like across the pond East, and go with Big Shack. I don't know if you know that guy, but he does the Quick Maths song, and he does the Hot Not Hot song, too. So look that guy up. Um, He's funny, and I like that song, uh, Quick Maths. So check that one out.
0: Uh, I'll take your word for it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> YouTube is kind of funny uh, I was
0: going to say like, like, I, I've made how many kiss references in one show So I, I don't know that Okay,
1: Yeah, There you go um, Okay and then we got um, Daryl Harden He chimed in Didn't really um, uh, Have a question But I think again you asked everybody what uh, What they were drinking And he says every morning He makes himself an iced latte With early bird he either adds vanilla syrup or salted caramel and chocolate syrup into his uh, into his coffee every morning. So I'm like, you know, is he having coffee? or Is he going to Baskin Robbins? Because that does sound <laughs> like a pretty good drink. But first thing in the morning, that uh, good for him, and even better for him, he's using Early Bird, a uh, specialty coffee uh, between Strange Matter Coffee and uh Lancet common so good for him using that and I think Jeff that's all I had for mailbag unless you had anything else well who
0: who asked the question about the the um the top eight uh coffee oh, that producing was,
1: that was Troy yeah Troy asked about the top eight um uh coffee world cup and I think you had something put together on that didn't you
0: Yeah, so I took the top eight exporters of coffee beans, and I put them in a little bracket. So so on one side of the bracket, you got number one, Brazil, versus number eight, Uganda. You got number three, Colombia, versus number six, Honduras. On the other side of the bracket, you got number two, Vietnam, versus number three, India. Number four, Indonesia, versus number five, Ethiopia. Yikes. now obviously obviously Brazil Colombia they're gonna win their their first games yeah and then Brazil being the powerhouse they're they're gonna go on to the finals
1: well who, hey wait a second who's who who is the in the second bracket who's playing
0: Vietnam India and Indonesia Ethiopia
1: okay and then in Brazil's bracket what was the other game
0: Brazil Uganda Colombia Honduras
1: see Colombia Honduras. That that might be the game of the tournament right there. Colombia and Honduras, they both have got coffee pride. Mm-hmm. They're not the overwhelming favorite either way. You know, it's a three versus six, right? Three versus six. Yep. They're yep. both within grabbing distance of each other. That might be quite a coffee matchup. I agree with you. You know, Uganda, they're gonna follow Brazil. Um you know, the other side of the bracket, what do you got? Vietnam versus who?
0: India. I got I got Vietnam winning that one.
1: Oh, nice. Okay. And then now did, the, the,
0: the the four or five matchup was Indonesia, Ethiopia.
1: Oh, you know what? I'm I would go with Ethiopia in that one.
0: The, I went with Ethiopia as well.
1: <laughs> nice. Nice. So you got <laughs> Ethiopia versus Vietnam. Who do you got in that one?
0: So, so the a little backstory on why I took Ethiopia. They are the home to the arabica bean, which is the yes. most popular bean. No. So you you got to go with them. No. They're they're a five seed, but they're going to win that one.
1: They got the home field advantage if they're the home of the arabica bean.
0: And then, in the Ethiopia Vietnam semifinals, I got Vietnam winning that one. <laughs>
1: they're
0: they're moving up the ladder in the coffee bean world. So,
1: I. You know, I didn't know that, but I'll take your word for it. But I think, you know, the toss up between, you know, uh, Honduras and um, oh, Colombia. Yeah. I could go either way on that one. Didn't the United States just beat Honduras um, three, four to one the other day?
0: Yes, I believe so. So,
1: so we're going to go with Honduras on this one to kind of pump them back up a little bit. So I don't know if that's an upset, but we're going to go with Honduras over Colombia in that matchup.
0: I, I see. I went back and forth of that on the brackets, only because Colombia—they used to be the powerhouse. Like Colombian coffee used to be yep. big. Yeah. However, in my research in this, the 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 changing climate there is affecting their their bean production. So they're falling in the in the rankings of producers of beans. Colombian coffee is not as not as prevalent as it used to be.
1: Gotcha. All the more reason to go with Honduras.
0: So we got Honduras and Brazil in that semifinals. Who are you going with, Ken?
1: Man, that's a blowout. That's, that's Brazilian coffee is going to beat Honduran coffee, um, you know, 99 times out of 100.
0: So then we got, we got the final set. We got, we got Brazil versus Vietnam. Everyone in the world is thinking Brazil is just going to run away with this. I, they produce a lot of coffee, send it out to the world, Vietnam they're just coming up you don't hear too much Vietnam coffee am I correct
1: you are correct I did not know Vietnam even grew coffee
0: however this is a Vietnam win (laughs) you may be asking yourself how did that
1: happen how did it happen Jeff
0: Vietnamese coffee I don't know if you know this it is three times stronger than a regular cup of Brazilian coffee, and yeah. if the coffee firm is anything, we are all about the extra caffeinated. Yes. So, so you're if, saying, if so you're
1: gonna, so if, if you can
0: drink one cup coffee. of uh, of Vietnam coffee, and you get the same benefits as three Brazilian, that's a blowout right there.
1: So you're saying, if, if I'm hearing you correctly, that in the World Cup of coffee, Vietnam is extra caffeinated.
0: Vietnam is extra caffeinated,
1: yes. (laughs) Okay, so, Troy, there was your answer as far as the World Cup of Coffee. Little-known underdog, Vietnam beats the powerhouse Brazilian coffee in, some would say, a blowout of coffee giants. So there you go. I mean, the numbers don't lie, Ken. They don't. Extra caffeinated right there. So that's it. Vietnam wins the Coffee World Cup. Hey and, and uh jeff um sponsor reed
0: um let me check with bennett bennett do we have a sponsor no no we still don't have a sponsor no one called
1: nobody yet did you is it is, is bennett's phone charged
0: Ben, is your phone charged
1: yeah all right well we still got time so <laughs> all right hey and and what i'll mention um one thing here is that uh uh, and I think we mentioned a little bit about jo- just joking around about getting some strange, uh, some bird from uh, strange matter coffee. Um, Josh Pugh posted on his, uh, um, Twitter feed and, and obviously Lansing common retweeted. I tried to retweet it. I think you did too. Um, uh, September and October. If, uh, if you buy uh, bags of early bird, uh, there's going to be donations that are made to the refugee development center out of Lansing. So, uh, they help, um, get refugees here, get them settled where if they're gonna be here in Lansing or if they're going to j- just need some necessities or get their feet underneath them. Um, I think it's a great cause. Last month, uh, Lansing Common donated some uh, $517 to an organization. They're gonna do the same um, uh, with donations of early bird that are, that are purchased for uh, September and October. So um, if you're thinking about some coffee uh, go to our website, or Lansing Commons website, rather, and purchase some early bird. Uh, go down to Strange Matter Coffee. Uh, maybe uh, uh, grab a cold brew and a donut or something and buy a bag of, uh, of bird uh, just because it's the right thing to do. Um, if you have other questions or just kind of wondering, hey, what's the Refugee Development Center? You can check them out on Twitter at RDC Lansing. Um, it's a good thing that uh, uh, they do. It's a good thing that the club does. And, and like Jeff, uh, Josh mentioned, you know, we're, we're more than just a club. Lansing common is more than just a club. We're trying to be out there in the community, uh, helping out, uh, whether it's uh, uh, doing things like this or cleaning up the parks or cleaning up the zoo, just, just being out there. Cause it's a cool thing to do. So um Kudos to the to the to the guys and the board of directors there at Lancet Common for uh, uh, for doing that and for teaming up with Strange Matter and Strange Matter also uh, uh, teaming up with the club. So good good partnership there.
0: Yeah, and it's, I mean, if nothing more, it's really good coffee. Like well, we talk it up a lot on here, but if you haven't tried a cup of Bird, it is really good coffee.
1: Yeah, it's it is good and it is it is, it is, uh, it is always fun. Saturday and Sunday mornings to see, uh, everybody drinking there, whether it's, uh, you know, a cup of road bird, uh, a cup of up North bird, um, a cup of kiss bird, uh, anything <laughs> like that. Or, uh, occasionally Patrick will, uh, uh, have a cup of,
0: uh, Coca-Cola. Milwaukee,
1: yep. Milwaukee's best bird coffee <laughs> or whatever he drinks out of Seattle. So, um, anyway, um, Jeff, that's, that's what I think is at the end of our agenda. Um, anything you wanted to add for this week?
0: No, I think, I, I think we covered what we needed to cover.
1: Sounds good. So, all right. right, hey, eight. we appreciate, as always, we do this, uh, just as a lark for Jeff and I, we hope you guys have some laughs too. um, uh, send us questions, send us pictures of your mugs. If you want to get in the mug hall of fame, it's pretty tight, uh, uh, you know, judging to get in the mug hall of fame, but send us a picture of your mug. Send us your questions each week because we do enjoy them. Uh, we hope you guys have some laughs when we do this. Uh, we call out a few people um, because I know they like to hear their name, uh, Steve <laughs> and Jeff Sykes and uh, Patrick and Troy and all those guys. So, that hey, man, that's all I got. Jeff, what you got?
0: That's it. You want to say bye, Bennett?
1: Bye. <laughs> all right. Last call. Sponsors there?
0: Any sponsors yet, Bennett? No. No, still right. no sponsors. I'm still waiting.
1: Well, there's always next week. All right. That's right. All
0: right. <laughs> All right. See
1: we'll you see again you guys next week. All right. Bye.